Well, aloha from Maui, Hawaii, and welcome to this week's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School. This is Michael Benner. Happy to be here. Looking forward to today's Mystery School. We're going to be talking about managing your emotions, particularly the most volatile of emotions, anger, hatred, and rage. We're going to talk about the relationship of these emotions to fear. You can call it anxiety and stress if you'd like, because a lot of people think of fear only in terms of typical response to clear and present danger, I guess. We think of fear as, you know, shaking in your boots, as uh, as wanting to run away. But part of that whole survival response is fight or flight. It's not just when facing danger you want to run away. You want to either fight or run away, depending on which feels more appropriate. Which of those two responses, to fight or to run, is most likely to result in your own survival? And so if you think of it that way, then the relationship of anger to fear is a little easier to understand. But if somebody upsets you and they make you angry and you start yelling and you want to hit somebody, that's fear. Uh, Why would I want to attack somebody that I'm afraid of? Basically, to survive. You've got three million years of hardwired evolutionary uh, drive. How about if we call it that? Uh, What's more fundamental than survival? It's not unlike, um, well, in many ways it's very different, but it's somewhat similar to being sexually obsessed or having sexual thoughts that you can't turn off. Um, And maybe they're inappropriate and maybe you are embarrassed of the fact that your mind is turning towards sexuality. Sort of like a nursing mother, for example, who who finds nursing occasionally to be somewhat stimulating and erotic and then becomes sort of embarrassed, like, whoa, this is a baby. What what am I doing? This is crazy. Um, Or uh, uh, I could think of some other situations, but you get my point. And it's just like, wow, this this emotion seems so inappropriate. Why am I feeling this level of anger, for example, at somebody I love? Often the people you're most angry with, the people that you feel like attacking or running away from, present you with no real danger at all. And yet there's this hard-wired... Um, response that has to do with survival, like sexuality to procreate. Here it's like fight or run to survive. And you say, well, my survival's really not at stake here. If I'm in an argument with a friend or or my boss or somebody that works for me or, or my spouse, uh, my parents, one of my kids, uh, this is not really a survival situation. But tell that to your brain brain doesn't really know that because you've bypassed the higher brain functions in the neocortex. 
you're triggering a part of the brain called the amygdala. And when it believes that it is threatened in any way, that may be the appearance of danger, but more often than not, it's simply the appearance of confusion. And when we're confused, when we're presented with something that we do not understand or that we cannot reconcile, like this person I love just said a mean, nasty, hurtful thing. I'm confused. Well, that can trigger fight or flight. Even though you're not in real danger and your survival is not at stake, the amygdala gets tripped and you go into this survival mode, often called fight or flight, because the brain just isn't sure. It's confused. You've triggered this reptilian brain uh, at the the so-called brain stem, the base of your brain. There are people born, it's rare, but there are occasions where people are born with nothing more than a brain stem, and they don't have a mammalian brain or a neocortex, and yet they're able to live and survive on a, a very basic level. That is the the most basic aspect of the brain. It's dedicated to survival, to keeping you alive. And something as simple as just being confused, a misunderstanding, uh, that's enough to trigger fight or flight. The brain says, well, I don't know if this is real danger or not, but it's confusing enough that there could be some potential danger here. And uh, the logic that says, wait a minute, this is my... Uh, my parents uh, that I'm angry at, or these are my kids, or this is my spouse. That doesn't really enter into the equation. You're, uh, some people find themselves saying from time to time, blinded by rage, right? And so you end up saying things that later you regret. You end up doing things sometimes that later you regret. Now, pride can get in the way. Pride can say, oh, you were perfectly justified in responding that way, and you needed to defend yourself. Well, the self that's defended in arguments is not the real self. Uh, It's very rare that any of us find ourselves in real danger. I mean, okay, maybe a bar fight, maybe if somebody has attacked you on the street in a dark alley or something, they're robbing you with a gun. That's happened to me on the streets of a big city. I've been robbed, you know, pushed up against a car, gun in my back, give me all your money. And they were more frightened than I was, I think, um, from the way they were shaking when they pushed me into the car, from the tone of their voice, from the sweaty brow that I saw out of the corner of my eye. What was frightening me was not only the presence of a weapon, but how frightened they were. And you can even see this in an animal, people that are used to working with animals. You know, they say, well, this wild animal is going to be most dangerous if it senses your fear. But like David Crockett grinning down the grizzly bear, if you <laughs> if you refuse to show the animal that you're afraid, in other words, if you breathe and relax and stay calm and maintain eye contact, then the animal is less afraid. This works with people too.
But before we can manage other people's anger, that's really not the point of this program, though it is possible. You can get good enough at this that you can have the presence of mind to calm somebody else down or at least make some reasonable attempts. But in order to do that, first of all, you have to learn to manage your anger. And that's what we're going to talk about today, anger and rage and its relationship to hatred and its relationship to fear and survival. And uh, so I'm going to make the case and do a brief outline here in the free forum today. This program, of course, is podcast as well as available streaming at our home website, theagelesswisdom.com. And a few hours after the, uh, the webinar here, we do replace the telephone quality recording with a CD quality recording. So if you want to download uh, the, the program or if you want to uh, listen for the podcast, that comes a couple of days later. That's always CD quality. So I wanted to alert you to that. Also, this webinar is followed by a premium program that you can enroll uh, and uh, register for at, again, theagelesswisdom.com. It starts in about uh, 20 minutes. Uh, that's 1.30 Pacific time today and 4.30 in the east, uh, 20 hours, 30 minutes. However, that too is available after the webinar adjourns. By replay on demand, you can listen streaming or you can uh, download. And if you wait a few hours till we get the CD quality version up, you can download that. But the telephone quality recording will be available immediately. So the same link will work live and after the fact for replay on demand. If you're not yet enrolled, and you can sign up for a single class for a 13-week term or for a full year. You can head over at any time now or during the break between the two programs or even after it's begun. You can jump over to the w's.theagelesswisdom.com, click on webinars and then premium training, and you'll be able to sign up with your bank card and like 60 seconds, literally, it's quick and easy. And the thank you page will have the URL and the password. So read the thank you page. That'll have the URL address and the password you need to listen to the premium training. And we'll get into real depth and teach you some practical tools and techniques, not only for understanding and managing your anger and rage, and hatred, but even how to mitigate it in other people. You'll never be able to control people, but you can certainly have an influence on people. And the benefits of staying, what's the phrase, cool, calm, and collected? Didn't the Rolling Stones even do a song called Cool, Calm, and Collected? I think so, I think so. a long time ago. The benefits of remaining cool. When other people are losing their cool, uh, are too many to enumerate. It's rewarding. It's satisfying, but even beyond satisfying, it's rewarding to be able to remain calm. 
to breathe and relax and practice before you get angry, relaxing, to develop the ability to see your anger coming a mile away and to name it, to be able to say to yourself, if not out loud, uh, you know, I'm really starting to get upset here. And what was it Michael taught us in that webinar about understanding the hurt beneath the anger? Well, if I take a look at that and the fear beneath the hurt, if I deconstruct my anger, and I can do that pretty quickly now because I've been practicing. So this hatred, this rage, this anger is really generated by some sort of hurt or fear that I'm going to be hurt again. So to find the hurt in the anger and the fear underneath that hurt, again, fear may not be, for you, quite the right word. I call all anxiety and stress and physical fear by its real name, fear. I mean, even just a little bit of nervousness or worry or trepidation really is fear by any other name. So we have lots of names for it, and most people don't think of just being a little nervous or worried as being fear. They might call it anxiety or stress, uh, nervousness, apprehension. (laughs) Like they say, trepidation. We have all kinds of consternation, lots and lots of words for it. But it's all fear, see, by any name. So... That's the basic uh, deconstruction that you have to learn to do. And you practice it before you get angry so that when the anger begins to build, you can feel it in your body. We're going to talk about that. How do you locate anger in your body? We're going to do an exercise. In fact, we'll we'll do one here, a little brief version of it, uh, where you feel and practice feeling how anger feels in the body. So when it begins to well up, you can see it coming a mile away and you can breathe and relax and basically remind this automatic part of the brain, this amygdala or autonomic fight or flight response, that this may be upsetting and it may be confusing and you may not understand why you feel the way you feel just yet. But you're not in real danger, so relax, chill out, breathe, and actually let go of muscular tension. Big breath in, and then as you exhale, uh, you can really feel the letting go. Well, a lot of people don't want to feel the letting go. Lots of people really like their rage. It's not that they enjoy it. It's just that it's familiar. Maybe in childhood, it was an appropriate means of survival. Many people come from dysfunctional and seriously dysfunctional families where rage was really appropriate. It was the only way you could really begin to create a sense of yourself. But if yourself only emerges when you're angry, you grow up to be a very angry person. And... uh, It's really nice to be able to understand yourself to the point that, you know, if it's appropriate or needed, 
There is such a thing as righteous indignation. Sometimes you got to stand up for yourself. Sometimes you need to assert yourself. But again, to be able to choose the behavior, to choose the degree to which you're going to express your anger appropriately is always going to create a much better result than if you just rage out of control and say, yeah, well, I'm an angry person, so you better not upset me. Uh, (laughs) My uh, business partner here in Maui, Steve Snyder, tells a story about a organization that he was part of, uh, kind of a neighborhood association that was working on a community center for kids. And so the board of directors was like uh, 10 or 12 people and a combination of people from the mainland who had moved to Hawaii and some local people as well. And one day a couple of guys on this board got in an argument. And it very quickly turned into a yelling match. And all of a sudden, one guy hauled off and slugged the other guy square in the jaw, knocked him out cold. Bang, down he went. Everybody was sort of freaked out. There were women there, especially women are less inclined, uh, maybe not less inclined to be angry, but certainly less inclined to haul off and slug somebody with a fist. They were especially freaked out. Everybody decided we better just adjourn and we'll meet again when people are more calm. So at the next meeting, a couple of the board members said, you know, we've got to reconcile this, make sure it doesn't ever happen again. And uh, we need some responsibility here. The responsible parties need to understand that they were responsible. We need to talk about that. And the fellow that had hauled off and hit the other guy, his position was, I'm not going to apologize because the guy I hit knows me and he knows how easily I get angry. So it's his fault. He made me angry. He made me hit him. He knows I'm a violent guy. So he was just asking for it, right? Well, that was the end of the community center. He wasn't going to apologize. He wasn't going to quit. And there was not enough consensus that he was responsible for his emotions. This is not widely understood, responsibility for your feelings. Everybody knows how it feels to believe in the moment that you're a victim of your emotions that he made me angry as a figure of speech, or she made me say that. (laughs) She deliberately provoked me and upset me. Uh, We were watching an old movie from the late 90s the other day, Jackie Brown and Robert De Niro at one point, uh, the character he plays, uh, pulls out a gun and shoots Bridget Fonda, her character, because she won't stop teasing him about the fact that uh, they're on this big heist, they sold all this money, and he can't find the car, right? So she's mocking him because he can't find the car, and she won't stop. And so he finally shoots her, and it was like, well, 
she made me shoot her, right? <laughs> and Samuel Jackson said, well, couldn't you just hit her in the mouth, you know? And no, he, <laughs> she wasn't shut up, so she made me shoot her. I shot her twice, once in the face and once in the chest. Pretty sure she's dead. Uh, you know, entertaining in a movie, but tragic in real life. It happens every single Day, especially in gun crazy America, people get mad enough to kill. They've got guns, they're gonna kill you. And there's something uniquely American about that. Canada has just as many guns, but a tiny fraction of the murders. So there's something about us, some sort of pioneering Wild West mentality. We can see it in our foreign policy, even. We're perpetually in war and far-flung foreign places. Uh, We're just a violent society. And the vast majority of the murder we commit is between people who know each other, right? It's somebody in your family. It's your neighbor over the back fence. Uh, Almost all violent crime is between people who know each other and feel they have some sort of reason to be upset, to be angry, for their um, familiarity to turn to hatred and rage, and then we don't even apologize for it. We don't even recognize our responsibility. There's, there's no contrition whatsoever. There's just this malaise that, well, they made me do it. It was their fault. I didn't want to shoot them. I didn't want to scream those nasty things. They made me do that. Well, it was, and that's the argument. Then the argument goes to level two, right? Where you argue about why the other person is responsible for your emotions. It's, It's absolutely bizarre. So to take responsibility for your feelings is really at the root of this. So let me give you a little taste of what we're going to do in the premium training, and I hope you can join us. Again, you can enroll for just a single class or for a 13-week term. You get a nice discount. If you enroll for an entire 52 weeks, you'll get an even deeper discount. But um, that's at theagelesswisdom.com. Click on premium training. Use your bank card. You can enroll in just a matter of seconds. But close your eyes here. Let's do a quick little exercise. And take a breath with your eyes closed. And as you exhale, relax. Create and sense a relaxed feeling. And remember the last time that you were really upset. Bring to mind and allow yourself to remember the last time, I'll say it this way, that somebody made you angry. More precisely, that anger was your response, a reflexive, automatic, knee-jerk, survival-based response to something that someone said or did. Sometimes you get angry at what somebody failed to say or do. But I'd like you to feel it in your body. Move your awareness from your head down into your body in this relaxed state and feel in your body where anger is felt. For you, it's different for different people. 
give it a color. Give it a temperature. Give it a texture. If you could reach out and touch your anger, how would it feel to the touch? And simply tell yourself now, the next time I feel this, I'm going to be aware of it sooner and be more sensitive to these initial stages of anger so that I can breathe, relax, and take some responsibility for how I respond and substitute even-tempered, well-reasoned responses for my hatred and for my rage and for my violence, whether it's expressed physically or verbally. Take some ownership. Say to yourself, I can learn to see this coming a mile away. And I can take some ownership, see it as my response not being done to me. I can breathe, I can relax, and I could actually choose a different behavior and thereby break the pattern of expressing my anger in such inappropriate ways, ways that create damage that sometimes can never be undone. And then take a nice slow breath, big deep breath, inhaling. And as you exhale now, ah, open your eyes, wide awake and alert, back in the room, feeling fine. And imagine getting better and better and better at that. So, Thanks for being here. Hope you enjoyed the class, whether you're here live or by podcast. We're going to check the comments here. And hopefully, if you register, if you haven't already, at theagelesswisdom.com. We'll see you in a couple of minutes at the premium training site. Check your thank you page for the URL and password. And we'll talk to you next week. Aloha from Maui. This is Michael Benner. Be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. Salam.